Welcome in. It's the Mostly Magic Podcast. Jake Chavin here with you. It is Thanksgiving week. The Magic on the road there in Indianapolis. Two games in three days with the Pacers. We're recording this on Sunday, November 20th. They fell last night. Tight one, 114-113. I look at the horn uh, for Franz Wagner. It just fell off. And so the Magic 1-1 one and one now on this three-game road trip. And again, we'll see the Pacers on Monday. Very special guest for today. Magic wingman, two-way man, Kevon Harris joins me from Indianapolis and uh Kevon we were just talking off air it, the weather don't look too nice behind you in that hotel room it's uh, uh it, it's it's winter time in the midwest isn't it absolutely absolutely it's it's extremely cold something I ain't really too used to <laughs> no no uh and we're gonna get into that um Georgia boys spent time in Florida and Texas and uh but you did have some time with the 905 so I, I gotta <laughs> imagine at least at the very least you got your wardrobe all set for wintertime and for these yep. uh, these road trips. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not lacking too much, but still not a fan of the cold weather, though. <laughs> I think that much. I can appreciate that. Well, thanks for taking some time, man. Let's just start with, with your time so far here in Orlando or or when you are in Orlando. Um, is it starting to feel like home a little bit? You're kind of you kind of landed. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's been awesome. Um, you know, Justin and just you know, it's not too hard to get adjusted in some a nice place as Orlando. So, you know, it's been pretty easy and it's been a great, great time so far. So I'm loving it. You, you're getting an opportunity to play. And sometimes that that comes at the um, that comes at the expense of your teammates because the injured the injury list is crazy right now. But what's it like for you? Is it just a matter of staying ready? You never quite know each day when you show up what your role yeah. is going to look like? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. That's that's kind of how it goes, you know, especially as the two-way. You know, just got to be ready whenever my name is called. You know, I could play some nights, uh, heavy minutes, some nights, none, or maybe one or two, you know, just uh, – I just try and make sure I stay ready at all times and, um, and be ready to impact and, uh, you know, just impact winning pretty much. You know, just go out there and whenever my name is called, just playing hard and – doing whatever I can to help us get over that edge and, and bring what we're not out there doing at the time. So pretty much just uh, watching the game and um, just being productive, you know, um, bring, being that energy bunny and that um, that glue guy to come out there and help us get over the edge. That energizer bunny. I like that. I might use that on the, on the play-by-play. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I talked to Mo Wagner about this last year. You get to this level and, and y'all, every one of you was the best player, second best player on your team. Yep. And then you get here and it's like, you know, you got to find a way to fit in, right? Fit in or get yeah. in. What has that process been like to you? Because I'm sure it means okay, and and this is why I love you and why I wanted to talk to you. I like I love calling the games when you get out there because you hit the deck within about 30 seconds that you're on the floor, oh, yeah. and you yeah, got to yeah. bring that. That's that that's the that's the role you're trying to play. What's that process been like for you? Um, it's been you know started out. Uh, I feel like I started out kind of just overthinking a little bit, you know, just trying to find myself. Like you said, uh, everybody's been the best wherever they was and this and that, or at least um different roles and you know I feel like this year uh you know my role has completely changed from what it's been and but I still do the things that I've been doing you know like playing hard diving uh being being that glue guy this and that like I've I've always been that and um 30 seconds in diving on the deck uh playing trying to guard the best defender I've always had that mindset so now it's kind of I kind of just emphasize that and make that priority for me as well you know to help our team and um 
And once once my offense gets going and this and that, like it'll just be a plus. But I know that's what my job is to come in and uh impact winning those ways. And uh I just try to emphasize that and focus on that coming in. You're the all-time leading scorer in Stephen F. Austin history, and that's a good program. Yeah. yeah. And so and so it's I mean, it is. You gotta be you, you gotta be feeling like Boy, just give me the opportunity, and I'm gonna show you way more than I'm showing you right now, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, it, it's it's that's just where the professionalism comes in too, mm. as well. You know, like we have guys that um, you know, different roles, and we we all, you know, everybody has to bring what they bring and do what you do your role to a T. You know, and I just try and um, regardless if I have um, ten points or fifteen points or two points and whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I know I definitely impacted that game. So, you know, that's the the presence I try and bring. And, um, you know, uh, gr growing up, I was, always was a fan of, like, Lance Stevenson. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that kind of, like, just his demeanor on the floor, you feel me? Like, his presence, regardless if he had 20 or five points, like, you knew Lance Stevenson was on the court that day, you know what I'm saying? So, I just – try to come out there and, and impact and uh, play hard every day, you know, and just figuring it out. See, I love that. Jeff Turner always talks about just make sure they know that you are out there. And sometimes the easiest way to do that is to commit a personal foul the second you get on the floor, right? Like that's going to be in the record books, right? Like that's, that was how I play back in uh, junior varsity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make sure somebody feels you. It's funny that you bring up Lance because Dante Marcatelli mentioned, mentioned that to me that you told him that. And I feel like I'm going to go back to Mo Wagner. I feel like you you got a, a big, taller, whiter version of Lance Stevenson on your on your team. And Mo yeah, Wagner. yeah. When he, you're talking about the irritant, right? When you're talking about getting getting under the opponent's skin, Mo Wagner does yeah, that yeah. to a T. Yeah, he definitely does that for sure. <laughs> I definitely admire. I love that playing with him as well. You know, I love Tom. So definitely looking forward to him coming back for sure. Another dog out there. Who else? Were, who else did you look up to coming up? Atlanta boy. Oh man, um, couple dudes, man. Of course, LeBron. You know, I love watching LeBron. Just him, just being, just being that dog out there. Um, it's been, it's, it's a lot of dudes. Um, who else I can name off the top? That's just, you know. Uh, also, you know, uh, it, it's a lot of dudes. It's just like lately, the last few years, I've been watching more of. How can I impact teams in the NBA? This and that. I would say, you know, like like Wesley Matthews. You know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying, it's my three and D guy, want to guard the best player, dog and gritty out there, glue guy, somebody that's gonna talk and lead the team. Uh, vocal, vocal leadership. You know, whether he's on and off the court, um, just just winning intangibles. You know, I yeah. just try and bring that to uh, every team. You know, if you look at my resume, every team I've been on. <clears throat> Um, and you ask teammates or coaches, like, that's exactly what I bring. You know, you might see um, I had 20, I was 20 or this and that. But, like, you know, that just came that just came with it. But I just tried to make sure that I had that presence and, you know, and just that impact out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's uh, another guy, you know, um, who else is um, – it's a couple guys, you know, they'll come to mind along, so I'll I bring them up. But. Well, I'll put it – let me change it a little bit then. I, I know you guys don't like to gas up the opponents too much, but give me a guy who you felt like – and your career is still just getting started, but a guy you felt like, right. okay, I just played perfect defense and it didn't matter. Like, that. It, like who's, who's um, the guy that – You know, that's part of it. You know, I mean, everybody's had their toms. You know, some people had their nights. 
You right. know what I'm saying? You know, my job is just make it hard on them, you know. So it's the NBA. Tough, people going to make tough shots, you know. So just just trying to make it hard, just making their life hard or even havoc to them, you know, and, and that's what it's all about, you know. At, do, you at feel like, do you feel like you might be 10 years too late? I mean, you can't guard anybody anymore. <laughs> and, and a lot of times, like – when I when I started working, I'm 38. When I started working in uh-huh. the NBA, you know, Lance was playing, and Lance and and yeah, the rule changes happen and everything. But boy, you can't touch anybody anymore. It feels yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And you see, when I'm out there, I'm playing even like this. <laughs> Wendell got called for a foul with his hands behind his back a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And that's the thing, man. So just. Got to have them lateral feet, you mm. know, for sure, just to stay in front of something. You can't touch people nowadays. So they drawing that foul, they grabbing that hand. And, you know, that's little things that little, little nags and stuff I learned from vets, playing vets and uh, just, you know, great players, you know, learning stuff like that, learning how to guard different people and stuff like that. So just taking some from each each one of those and um, just applying it out there on the offense and defensive end, you know. How much for a guy like you is Coach Mosley always talks about getting your work done early, right? Well, how about getting your work done before you even get to the arena, watching the film and knowing, okay, a guy like DeRozan, he's he's gonna get me up and then he's gonna jump into me and he's gonna get that and one opportunity, he's gonna create the contact. How much yeah. of it is the mental when you show up knowing knowing the scouting reports? Uh it's it's big, you know, especially like big time players like that, you know, it's it's all about your focus. It's a different level of focus when you out there and um focusing on that and just knowing um their moves before they do it, um tendencies, mm. stuff like that. Just, you know, part of my uh my warm up uh pregame, stuff like that is also defense, you know, um reading and uh adjusting and basically reacting to, you know, moves that they do or this stuff that we study with coaches and stuff and um we watch film on uh, me and my all my opponents and moves and stuff like that. Just it just depends. Like it's it's all a part of it, you know. And uh, it definitely takes a, a different level of focus. Has it been sure. has it been kind of a eye opening to you how much how many resources how many people you have at your disposal when when you get to this level and you're a permanent member of an NBA yeah. roster? I mean, you got you guys got thirty people and thirty laptops and iPads and everything yeah. you could ask for. You know, is is right there. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's definitely impressive for sure. You know, especially a guy like me coming from a small school, college, mm-hmm. um, uh, the the trenches, growing up, and um, you know, small school, I know five, the G League, stuff like this. So you know, this is 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 definitely amazing, and you know, I take advantage of it all for sure every day. And uh, you know, I'm the first one at the gym, last one leaving. Um, trying to watch film, calling all the coaches. We talking to our coaches and uh, just just trying to you know keep growing every day and um, utilizing and figuring out every, how I can help this team every day. You know, so it's have dope. You, have you got to the point yet where you woke up and you didn't know what city you were in? Man, some sometimes it is like living the same day over and over, <laughs> but that ain't just NBA. That's just professional basketball itself for sure. You know, playing every other day on the road, this that. You know, especially the NBA. You know, it's eighty two of them, so you know it's my first season. So I'm, it's I know it's gonna be a journey. Looking forward to it. I traveled with the Pistons for a little while, and um, it wasn't that I woke up. I, I remember what city I was in, but I woke up and I went down to get coffee in the lobby, and I and I had no idea what floor I was on, what room I was in. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Like, 
downstairs we had came back. I think I had one. We went to a little restaurant last night. I had came downstairs. I was on my phone. I looked up. And then I was like, where am I again? I had to ask myself. I was like, I thought I was in the last hotel. And I saw the the, lo- the lounge. I was like, I don't remember this this lounge. Like, <laughs> they all start to yeah. look the same. And you look outside, and it's Indianapolis versus Chicago. And you're like, it's cold either way. So I don't know where to yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially, you know, at the games, we travel a lot after, like, right at nights and stuff, late nights. So then I wake up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did just come out here. Like, <laughs> get here at 3 a.m. Yeah, so. Especially off the back to back. Tell me about Friday night after that Bulls game. What was the uh, what was the experience like in the locker room? Y- y'all must have been uh, going nuts. Ah, uh, yeah, man, it, it was it was amazing. Big time shot. You know, we definitely. I feel like we should have capitalized on that win. You know, and didn't have to come down to that. But um, you know, we we enjoyed that win and we cherished it. And big time shot to to for Jalen and for the Magic organization. And and that was that was amazing. Uh, great moment. And uh, we definitely cheered in the locker room for sure. Show a lot of love and great experience. What is the vibe like? I mean, it's a young team and it feels like the injuries are just kind of keeping you guys from gaining any sort of traction. But with that said, you just sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, boy, once we get healthy, look out. You feel me? For sure. Like, you know, I feel like we got a lot of depth. Um, So we're able to play, you know what I'm saying, at the two. I'm able to uh, go out there and impact right away, you know, early in the season. Um, You know, all our players and they're not back. Just in that, and it just shows you, like, we're winning games or even the games we have lost, like, it comes down to a, a single digits, you know what I'm saying? And we and just times where we just learning how to finish games, you know, that just we're all hungry. We all want to win. We are figuring it out together. So just trying to uh, do it collective, collectively and um, keep growing every game. And, you know, sky's the limit for sure. Will you take me through your journey a little bit? Just you said the trenches. How did Kevon Harris get from the trenches to a nice hotel room in Indianapolis? Uh, Man. Uh, persistency, man. Hard work, uh, worth ethic. Uh, just, just wanting it, just, just grinding. You know, it's uh, believing. You know, all of that. You know, I went to um, grew up in East Atlanta. Uh, um, I, I grew up playing basketball outside in the back of my neighborhood. Uh, at a young age, I was always out there. Um. Right after school, all night, all night, stuff like that. I was the only child going. I have a 10-year-old little brother now. Mm. So, yeah, that's yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, you don't have any kids, right? No, I have a daughter. My oh, daughter okay. turned two yesterday, actually. Oh, no kidding. Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate you. But, that's uh, awesome. I got a girl on the way. I'm about to be a girl there myself. Congratulations, Thank man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. But, yeah, you know, I, I grew up by myself and stuff, so, you know, just – uh, mom working on some dad worked on so I was just out there playing basketball with uh older dudes, uh, just growing up. That's that's how I grew up. That's how I kind of got my physicality, you yeah. know, my aggressiveness, you know, just out there grinding it with with the older men, this and that, and you know, kind of they kind of helped me stay on the right track. I went to uh MLK High School, uh, just working my butt off, man. Just you know, trying to trying to get it out the mud. We had a Vertimax, we had a shooting gun that was halfway working. We had to get it fixed every other week. Uh, man, I was just you know, early nights, uh, early mornings, late nights in there, and just uh, just staying persistent, just being hungry. You know, trying to go out there and play, uh, uh play varsity. 
uh, as soon as I got there and just just kind of just kept grinding since I went there. Then after I did uh, my years there, my time there, I left. My last year, I went to prep school in Daytona. Yeah. Daytona Beach. I went to DME Sports Academy. Uh, what was there. that like? That's that had to be a whole. It was we, different. Yeah. It was different for sure, especially you know, and it helped me with college as well. You know, um, Coach Shaney, shout out to Coach Shaney, Chris Shaney, and it was um, it was a great experience, man. It was uh, went out there. It was obviously Florida was different. Um, Daytona Beach in the winter isn't the same, so um, it it was it was nice. Though. You know, it was a uh, all. DME, so it was all boys. Uh, we was locked in day and night in there. Um, I learned, you know, a, a little bit of professionalism, how to take coaching, you know, mm. this and that. So <clears throat> I was able to apply that into my college career and um, end up going with uh, Cal Keller. And he was at a and recruiting me at the time, and he had left. And he went to SFA. He was really persistent. We grew a great relationship, and I trusted in him. And so – Ended up going there and seeing my Foster with him. That was his first year there as well. Um, yeah, man, just just had a great college career since then, and uh, just uh, finished all-time leading scorer. Got two rings. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to the tournament again my last year because I came out COVID year. That was my last year. Um, but it sucked. It was yeah, man. That was that was crazy time. But it was you know it was a great experience. Just. You know, like I said, my work ethic and uh, leadership and willing to win, uh, you know, just that it, it led me far and it's, it's still it's still going. And then I'm never satisfied, you know, so that that always keeps that edge on me and just trying to prove myself every day, you know. So that's pretty much the goal. At what point you mentioned being at DME and learning how to take coaching at some point. It you you look around and this happens I think with with a lot of people your age your age when you were in high school at yeah. some point you look around and you say okay there are people around that can help me but I gotta ask or I I I need to take it and that is that's it's, not it's that's about, not exactly that's just young men in general I think is is is, you know, is saying you know what like yes yes coach me please it's more about you know taking constructive criticism you mm. know and and I had to learn that it's not to down you or not to you know, to say you're not doing it, just to this and that, to, you know, to be little, you was about helping you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I had to learn, <clears throat> you know, I had to learn, like, if coaches ain't saying nothing to you, then that's the, that's when the problem is, not when they talking <laughs> to you. You know, I had to figure that out. And um, I feel like prep school definitely helped me with that, you know, uh, the most, you know, high school did. But prep school, I was able to take it to another level and uh, learn a little bit of professionalism from him and, um and it was great, especially going to play for a coach, Cal Keller. Like, he's one of the toughest in college basketball. Um, and so he's he held me accountable every day, you know, and uh, he learned how to push me, you know what I'm saying, Tell him, figuring out what, what gets to me, this and that, you know, and and different ways to to get me over that hump and, uh, and to keep me going. So keep my motor high, which is not hard at all, especially, you know, the way I think and roll out there. So it was, it was great. It was a great plan for him. And I had a great experience at SFA. Do you think that's the mark of a good coach is kind of knowing what, how to push each, each individual Absolutely. guy's Cause everybody's different, right? Everybody's some, some guys different. will shell up if you come down on them too hard. 
some guys you can't tell much at all. And then it's like, all right, he's doing too much. You know, I can't – or I'm stay away from him because he on me about this or I not – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So – I actually embraced it, and um, you know that came from you know prep school and me just growing that relationship with him. You know he he, excuse me. I feel like we both took the time, you know, out to learn each other, and um, it, we had a great relationship. So he wanted me to succeed, and, and he knew how bad I wanted to, how, how bad I wanted to be. You know, like coming from a small school, like every day or every year. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'll make it to the league. I'm I'm. For sure, like I've been saying that since I was young, and when there was no chance when nobody in the city or in my hood was even thinking about that, you know, like some people look at me crazy, like what, like man, not from here. You can't, you know, what I'm saying, like ain't no way, like man, just just stay persistent, man. One here, and like, and I took that as a as a chip on my shoulder, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, keep grinding and uh, and just you know and. And I'm not even done now. I feel like it's, it's just the beginning, and I'm just just getting started. So it is. I mean, you're a rookie. Yeah. So but, hell yeah. And uh, and the, the people who told you that you weren't gonna make it, them are the ones who can't come to the party. Them are the ones. Uh, who can't yeah, get yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, absolutely. That's part of it, man. I use it to fuel fuel as a fire. You know, fuel to the fire. So that's. Tell me about Coach Mosley in that regard. I, I mean, he's got – you talk about personality. He's got number one picks. You got you got uh, guy, guys who got here through the G League. You got dudes from Germany. I mean, yeah, coaching yeah. an NBA Coach team, Mos that's Coach a whole Mosley's, other level. Yeah, it is. Coach Mosley's a great guy, man. You know, he has great relationships with all the players. And, um, you know, he takes the time out to learn each, each and every one of us. And um, – from the jump, I feel like we connected, you know, right after summer league. We talked on the phone a few times and came right out, this and that. So I feel like we we, you know, connected right away. And so it, it's been it's been great. You know, we we even talked like have breakfast together, this and that. We you know yesterday we was eating breakfast together, talk talking and uh talking it up about life and journey and basketball, you know, and just um just all the above. So it, it's been dope and just playing for him and playing with him as my coach and just you know looking forward to keep building for sure with him see that's special because a lot of nba head coaches are not as relatable because they've been doing it for so long not because you know i mean it's it's a whole nother when you've been coaching an nba team for 30 years you've just been living a different life than everybody else yeah yeah absolutely i agree with you for sure um i got a few more questions for you we Ter we had terrence on uh pod squad last week and he the way he described Bull Bull had me cutting up. He said he was like a man child, baby child, freakish, <laughs> mythical alien thing or something. <laughs> I mean, hey man, Bull what's it like? I mean, I I can't get used to calling the to calling the dudes play by play because I he does stuff every night, Kevon, yeah. that I've never seen before, and I've been doing this yeah. for a while and now. And it's crazy because he's seven three doing it. That's what, and he's he's a unicorn for sure. Absolutely, he one of a kind, man. He's and his confidence is just building. Like right as you as as I'm here every day, you know, I'm realizing I'm like, man, I play a lot of these guys, even superstars in the summer, this and that. We going at it, this and that. And I'm like, the it's it's a fine line between you know what I'm saying good and great. It's just the confidence level, like. That's that's a big thing, growing that confidence. And just I'm speaking on that because Bowl is finding his confidence and out there on the floor, you know, taking it full course, slithery everywhere, 
uh, Hezzy threes. You know, it's, it's it's amazing to watch. You know, and him find his niche and, and and just you know flowing out there and, and and growing confidence every night. So it's been amazing to watch. You know, last thing I wanted to ask you about Paulo as well. Uh, we haven't seen him in about a week. I think Magic fans are starting to starting to Jones for some Ben Carroll back in their life. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, I mean, you talk about scratching the surface and I, I don't think confidence is an issue with that guy, but I mean, he, nah. he smokes. Nah. He, he, he could be something special. For sure. He He's one of those two as well, for sure. He's going to be great. He's already great, you know, so he's, you know, we got a great relationship. That's my dude, man, for sure. He's hell of a player, hell of a dude, you know, on and off the court, you know, and he's always poised. You know, for a 19-year-old, like, that goes a long way, you know, and just it's, it's been great playing with him, you know, just the swag he plays with, watching him out there do his thing is it's dope, you know. And he got crazy upside. He just just getting it going as well, and he's already one of those. Last thing, do you know anything about the Heart and Hustle team? Of the Heart, uh, Hustle, team. Heart and Hustle, Orlando Magic back in the year 2000, Everybody had just left from the 90s. Bo Outlaw, who you know, Daryl Armstrong, who's a coach for the uh, Mavericks, an assistant coach, were on the team, and they were supposed to tank. They were going to lose all the games, and they were supposed to, and they ended up winning 40 games, and they're called the Heart and Hustle team. They had a young Ben Wallace. They had a bunch of guys you never heard of, and yeah. they were – it was like five Kevon Harris is on the floor. It was, was <laughs> Daryl and Bo, and it was – and they didn't even make the playoffs, Kevon, but that team – and this is, I mean, 34 years, you're talking about finals runs, you're talking about Shaq and Dwight, and there's a, a pretty rich history here. That team, you ask any Magic fan <clears> on the street, <throat> that team is their favorite team. And it's because it, it's because of the loose balls. It's because yeah, of the taking charges. And so I'm telling you right way. now, I've been hearing it from fans. Like, you're connecting with fans here in Central Florida. And so I just, you know, there's a history of it. And I, I would just say, keep doing what you're doing because people out here are appreciating it. Yeah, man, for sure. I'm going to go out there and give it all every night. I'm going to go out there and play. I guess playoffs every night. That's what I'm going to bring. And uh, I appreciate, you know, the ones that show love, man. And, you know, the journey, we we just getting started out here, you know, building a, a, a gritty culture, you know, trying to bring that out here to Orlando and just that dog mentality, you know, and it's very contagious, you know, yeah. it's. You know, it's energy for my teammates, for for all of us, for the fans out here. And, uh, you know, I love it, you know. And like I said, it's just the beginning. We we about to pipe it up even more and, you know, just, just continuing to do that every night and especially for the fans and for the city of Orlando. Keep ringing that bell. Yes, sir. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate the time. This has been great. Uh, Kevon Harris. Get us a dub on Monday. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week, okay? Yes, sir. Appreciate you, my guy. All right, bro. There he is. Kevon Harris, Jake Chapman here with you. It's the Mostly Magic Podcast. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. We're back next week. We out.